Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of microarrays from the biochemistry section on MedBullets.com. In terms of an overview and function, microarrays can probe for thousands of different mRNAs simultaneously. In terms of their process, a chip has thousands of DNA sequences robotically attached on a grid. A solution of degraded mRNA is added to the chip. Then thousands of probes are added. A computer analyzes the degree of binding to various regions of the chip. In terms of its clinical use, they are used to analyze cancer cell gene expression. They can determine the probability of becoming malignant based on population comparison studies. They can be used to guide therapy. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A five-year-old patient presents to the pediatrician's office with fatigue and swollen lymph nodes. Extensive workup reveals a diagnosis of acute lymphoblastic leukemia. In an effort to better tailor the patient's treatments, thousands of genes are arranged on a chip and a probe is made from the patient's DNA. This probe is then hybridized to the chip in order to measure the gene expression of thousands of genes. The technology used to investigate this patient's gene expression profile is the best for detecting which of the following types of genetic abnormalities. 1. Large-scale chromosomal deletions. 2. Frameshift mutations. 3. Single nucleotide polymorphisms. 4. Trisomies or 5, chromosomal translocations. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, single nucleotide polymorphisms. Microarrays use thousands of nucleic acid sequences to detect relative hybridization to a DNA or RNA probe. This technology can be used to detect single nucleotide polymorphisms and has clinical applications in genotyping, clinical genetic testing, and for this patient, analyzing the genetic profile of cancer. Remember, microarrays are used to profile the gene expression of thousands of genes at once. The genes of interest are arranged on a chip in a grid. A probe is made from a DNA or RNA sequence of interest and is hybridized to the chip. The relative amount of the binding between the probe and the chip gives information about the strength of gene expression. For profiling the genetics of cancer, thousands of genes of interest are on the chip and the probe is the patient's DNA and RNA. Microarrays can also be used to detect copy number variations. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1. Large-scale chromosomal deletions are better seen through karyotyping for larger deletions and fluorescence in situ hybridization for smaller deletions. Answer choice 2. Frameshift mutations are better detected using PCR and genetic sequencing to identify the insertion or deletion. Answer choice 4. Trisomies are best detected using karyotyping where metaphase chromosomes are stained and arranged in order. And finally, answer choice 5, chromosomal translocations are best detected via fluorescence in situ hybridization or FISH. During the procedure, fluorescence would be detected outside the original chromosome. In summary, microarrays use thousands of nucleic acid sequences to detect relative hybridization to a DNA or RNA probe. 
The technology can be used to detect single nucleotide polymorphisms and copy number variations. And that's all for this review about microarrays. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.